This is the Earn More as a Life Coach podcast with Victoria Gibson, episode 45. Welcome to Earn More as a Life Coach with Victoria Gibson, the marketing resource for life coaches who want to transform more lives with their coaching and earn more while they do it. Hey there, coaches. Hope you are having a fabulous day and a start to the new year. I want to ask you though, are your expectations robbing you of your happiness in business and are they blocking you from your big goals? When I started my business back in 2010, I had next to zero online business knowledge, very little savings, no investors and no mentors. I had a corporate career of 16 years behind me, a university degree, a couple of young kids in tow, a marriage that had ended and a new identity and career to create. But I had a really big expectation, and that was that I was going to make a million dollars in one year from my coaching business. Yep, that's right. A brand new business, a brand new career, a brand new industry, a massive pivot that nobody else understood. But I had the expectation and still do that I'm going to create a million dollar year in business because that feels like the benchmark. Why? Because it's a very commonly held expectation in the online coaching industry. And I want to talk a little bit about these expectations and how they shape our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions as we move through our business and how that may not always be beneficial. I could easily be described as a total failure based on that expectation because even after all these years, I'm still waiting for my first million dollar year in my business. And I'd love to tell you that I deliberately made it that way and there are all these excuses and reasons, but it's just not true. I just haven't met that expectation. My clear guiding expectation was to have my first million dollar year in the first three years of starting my business. And the truth is that those kind of expectations, the ones that mix hard metrics with irrational desire, can be really dangerous. On one hand, they can greatly inspire and motivate you. Yet when they're missed, they give rise to negative thoughts and feelings that adversely influence our actions. And this creates a special brand of self-sabotage, particularly in our business. So where did my own million-dollar year expectation come from? Well, I had a huge desire to create a career with meaning, the ability to help other women create their own opportunities, and a big dose of starry-eyed enthusiasm. I was so determined that I could create a business and a life that served my family, served my own passions, showcased my skills and talents, that I really didn't see that there was any barrier to making it happen. I saw it happen for others and I assumed I could do that too. Because when I started my business, I became immersed in environments where this success measure was the norm. It was shared a lot, right? My business mentor that I chose back in 2010 was Marie Forleo. And I saw her have her first million dollar launch while I was in her mastermind in 2011. And that was it for me. I'm like, if she can do it, I can do it too. There I was comparing my first year in business with Marie's, I think, seventh or eighth year in business. And I also recently saw a YouTube episode with her and her project manager or assistant or the woman who runs her business, who she hired back then. And she talked about 
all the issues she was having back then. And of course, I wasn't aware of those, but many of those are the issues that I've seen can unfold as you grow your coaching business. Things like feeling burnt out, doing all the things, being exhausted, not having the support and the strategies that you need to plan and scale your business. So that was really interesting because I remember so easily believing that that was possible right there and then, or at least within, you know, a couple of years, right? And I remember seeing her and other women like Alexis Neely, Ali Brown, and Fabian Fredrickson all talk about the millions that they were making when I went to their events or I took their courses or I saw them on social media. And I was all in. I was thinking, this is amazing. This is such an opportunity. I'm going to make it happen. Wouldn't it be fabulous? All of those things. And it really shaped a lot of what I did to grow my business, what I expected my business was going to deliver. And what we know is expectations are shaped by our past experiences, but they're also fueled by desire, passion, comparison, and what becomes the norm in the people that you're surrounding yourself with. And given in my past corporate career, I'd been pretty successful and it definitely wasn't that hard to be that successful. I didn't find, sure, I had some disappointments and missed opportunities, but I was able to get to where my expectation was at that time. But I've got to say, the expectation was the norm of regular people that I'd gone to university with or who worked with in corporate management. And quite frankly, that wasn't as exceptional as having a million dollar year in your own business. It was like, okay, have a multi six figure salary, have a corporate management career and rise through the ranks and buy a house and get married, all those kind of regular expectations. And then coming into the coaching industry, you're surrounded by a lot of extraordinary expectations that quickly feel like their regular expectations. And I wrongly assumed it would be just as easy to create that kind of level of success that I had in my corporate career in a completely new world with an extraordinary expectation and metric. And believing that to be absolutely doable without consideration of other rational factors. And I did create fast success. And that expectation did fuel that. But it also fueled enormous hustle, a lot of poor hiring decisions that didn't have a lot of time and strategy put into them, a lot of spend in my business, like joining six-figure masterminds without a second thought, and a constant signing of clients that I felt that I had to deliver amazing results for each and every one personally. There was no leverage or scale really apart from having group programs, right? And that is leverage and scale. But in terms of delivering and creating results for my clients, that was 100% up to me. And that, quite frankly, is not realistic or rational either. And I was able to generate around 600K three years into my business. And unfortunately, what happened was that worked against me because once I reached that, I would be thinking about a million dollar year as the most exhausting thing possible. And I was doing whatever I could to actively and passively avoid getting there. Because in my mind, that expectation meant more exhaustion, more frustration, more failures, more negative emotion. And I just did not have the wherewithal capacity or desire to experience that at that time. 
So even though I'd created some great results by anyone's measure, there I was thinking that I had failed because I pushed myself way past regular capacity. I didn't manage my mind and my past experiences of success were quickly replaced with missed opportunities, failures and complete exhaustion. And this meant that rather than being inspired by the million dollar year expectation, I began to resent it and quite frankly avoided growing. Even though I would fool myself and tell myself that I was trying to grow, I was pretty much avoiding doing whatever it would take to grow. And that included evaluating what was working, continuing things that did work or refining things that did work to support my energy levels and my capacity, hiring the right kind of people that took things off my plate and understanding how to create systems that would allow me to keep showing up with the offers that were working. Instead, I'd create new offers looking for a small dopamine hits in amongst the busyness, in amongst the relentlessness of fast, unsustainable growth. So my expectation began to shift from absolute certainty that I would make it to a million dollar year to complete doubt and resignation, that it was all just going to be too hard. I would rally against getting there because it no longer felt possible. That expectation of a million dollar year in my coaching business was quickly replaced by an expectation that it was all too hard. And this ended up blocking a lot of my growth and keeping me stuck at a certain level and questioning whether or not I was ever going to make it because of this expectation that was missed. And quite frankly, an unrealistic expectation for me at that time. Now it feels like it's a possible expectation. And now that I have a new set of past experiences that inform that expectation, I can make more rational decisions and be more flexible around that expectation and stop beating myself up about not meeting it too. And that's the problem with expectations. Expectations are what we think will happen while reality is what actually transpires. And while we hope these two will match up, they often don't. And that gap between expectations versus reality can fuel a lot of sadness, discontent, and disappointment. And that leads to resistance and sabotage. So expectations in and of themselves aren't the problem. I'm not suggesting that you don't dream and you don't have big goals and you don't have expectations for yourself. That's how we grow and that's how we succeed. But it is the attachment to a particular outcome or desire that creates the problem and the suffering and the resistance that can come up that actually stops your growth. Expectations help fuel our desire for control and predictability. And I'm sure if you're anything like me, you find yourself looking for ways to control and predictably create results in your business and life, right? This helps us make sense of ourselves in the world, particularly as the kind of people who want to succeed, who want to make something happen. And once we have a goal, we don't give up until we get there. And one of the things about expectations is that they can arise from comparison and often unfair comparison and believing in a bit of a false norm, okay? And what I mean by that is that when you're in a smaller community and you're seeing results shared and many of those results become common expectations, 
that can be dangerous when it is actually statistically not the norm. Like it is believed to be a norm. It's a false norm in that if we took a group of 100 coaches, no matter how long they'd been in business, and you know there was a recent ICF coaching study about average income amongst coaches, and it was around fifty to sixty thousand US dollars a year. Now that's nowhere near a million dollars a year. So why would that be a norm as a success metric and an expectation for new coaches to be sharing? It's crazy. So it makes sense that you can quickly have some of these expectations that don't serve you. They serve you in the beginning, but quickly peter out as you move through them and they start to get missed. So I encourage you to expect and dream, but remember to question your expectations and try not to get attached or too specific about your goals and what you want to create in your business if there's not a dose of rational thought, rational reality, and some kind of evidence in there. Because look, you can create the results that you want, but you do need to have some assessment and evaluation in there as well. And that's the problem with the whole million dollar year coaching business expectation. It's actually a really specific yet unrealistic result for it to be a norm. So instead, I want you to start injecting that dose of reality and flexibility into your expectations so that you're not as attached to the meaning of missing them or making the meaning of missing them that you have failed or that it's not possible for you anymore. At the beginning of holding an expectation like that million dollar a year coaching business, the rational excitement pushes rational thought right out of your brain. So it makes sense, right, that this happens. And as the dopamine increases every moment, we can skip over those rational decisions and evaluations we need to make along the way and just stay focused on that expectation, whether we meet it or we don't. And it's very binary thinking. It's black and white. It's either we made it or we didn't. And business just isn't that way. There are so many factors that can influence our journey along the way, the resources that we have available, the privilege that we have, the market conditions, the amount of offers we make, the strategy around the offers that we make, the pricing that we make, that it just can't be explained in one generic revenue metric. So one thing I've consistently shown since I started, regardless of any missed expectations, is perseverance. And this should take priority in creating lasting results. Perseverance is defined as holding firmly and steadily to some purpose, state or undertaking despite any obstacles or setbacks. And doesn't that just describe business, right? It implies continuing consistently and resolutely in face of adversity, being tenacious and not giving up. And that's more important than holding dear or firm to one expectation and not having any flexibility as you move towards it. I like to think of it being the attitude of doing whatever it takes. The thought of doing whatever it takes still inspires me to keep going no matter what. That can be an expectation I hold on to. And I still believe you can create any goal, whether it's unrealistic or not, but just be flexible in terms of your achievement of that and keep going to do whatever it takes to get there and adjust and evaluate along the way. You can get creative about how to make the result or the goal happen as you make your way there. You're not going to know right at the outset and you need to account for the fact that there are variables on that journey. 
But doing whatever it takes doesn't always deliver results exactly as prescribed in the time that you dictate. Nobody said that big business goals happen fast or that they have to happen within one year. Oh, except many of the coaches, programs and courses out there that make it seem easy on the back of their exceptional success and tell you how easy it is for you to create it too. And arguably, if the big goal took double or triple the time you expected it would take to happen, wouldn't you still be thrilled that it did happen? There's much to be said for making consistent progress towards a big goal, even if it takes longer than you thought. And even when you face constant setbacks, difficulties, disappointments and failures, which are inevitable. It's a little like that old song, you know, I get knocked down, but I get up again. That's the expectation that you need to have. That is a more useful expectation. And it's not that you don't need metrics and you don't need goals in your business. You do, but they also need to be formed with strategy, not just blind expectations based on comparison or past experiences. So carry your big expectations closely, but don't hold them too tightly. Just expect the destination and Keep persevering and accept that your path to that goal will light up as you move forward. Now, this can help limit your attachment to the outcome and more importantly, your judgment of yourself, your business or your clients if you don't meet your big expectations exactly as you thought you would. Life without expectation and dreaming is meaningless, but missing expectations and making them mean that you have failed is not helpful. And that is not going to bring about more meaning and more success in your life or in your business. So I want you to think more about doing whatever it takes, creating rational thought and evaluation as you make your way towards your expectation and not losing sight of your big goals as you grow a profitable life coaching business. So I'll leave you with that thought and I can't wait to talk to you next time. If you're a life coach who's ready to attract more leads, boost conversions and skyrocket your sales, you need to join Coach Co Circle. It's my marketing growth membership where you get access to the best strategies, real life campaign case study breakdowns and lead generation ideas, strategies and advice that will get you seen, heard and paid online so you can set yourself apart and attract more of the right clients and create a highly profitable coaching business. Go to victoriagibson.com forward slash circle to join and get live coaching, workbooks, templates on demand for one low monthly fee. I'll see you there.